If I play this song. Come on over, come on over, baby. Come on over, come on over, baby. Where did your mind just travel to? Are you in middle school or maybe riding your bike around your childhood neighborhood? I'm at my seventh grade dance trying to get a dance with my eighth grade crush, Kayla Spencer. Music and memories have a strong relationship. With just a few measures of a melody, we can be transported back to a moment in time. Like music, scent can also evoke strong emotional ties and memories. In fact, memories triggered by scent have some of the strongest emotional connections and can appear more intense than other memory triggers. This week's Spotlight interview is on fragrance and the importance it can play on your wedding day. I sit down with EMG's friend and national sales director for Euro Perfumes, Marissa Ossiello. Marissa is not only a former EMG bride, but was crucial in setting up our newest partnership with Juicebox, an Italian fragrance brand born and bred in music. In this spotlight, Marissa coaches us up on all the latest trends within the fragrance world. She outlines the nuances of scent and how to best lock in your wedding day memory forever. This was a really fun interview, and Marissa and I outlined some really cool and exciting opportunities and discounts for our EMG clients. So make sure you stay tuned after the interview for further information on how to access all of it. So without further ado, I present to you the wonderful world of music, scent, and memories. This is the EMG Podcast Spotlight Interview with your host, Mike Saulpaw. Well, I'm very excited for this episode uh, of the Spotlight Interview. I'm here with my guest this week, Fragrance. <laughs> and speaking on fragrance behalf is my uh, friend and a new partner, if you will, Yes, uh, Marissa Osiello. Marissa, how are you tonight? I'm great. Happy to be here. Excellent. So uh, Marissa is the uh, sales director at Euro Perfumes. I'm going to ask you a little bit about that, but I've uh, asked her to come in here tonight so we could talk about wedding day fragrance. Let's do it. Let's do it. So Marissa, tell the people a little bit about you, who you are, how do we know you? Sure. Okay. Um, Jersey girl myself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're from East Hanover. Okay. Yes. I I don't know anything about that. Otherwise I would have had a quip right there. Okay. There there you go. Mm -hmm. Um, and when wedding time came around, of course I knew you guys were the best in the business. So I was very happy to work with EMG as my music entertainment for my wedding. Um, and then several years passed. Well, not several, I guess we're looking at four years now. And now I'm at Euro Perfumes Mm -hmm. and we acquired this new brand, Juicebox, which specializes in kind of bridging the gap between music and fragrance. So they talk about all the similarities. We'll get into it more later. Right. But I said, we have to do a collaboration. These guys are putting out great content. So I hit you up and here we are now. And there we go. What year yeah. did you get married? 2015. Nice. Very mm-hmm. nice. And um, how did you end up in the world of fragrance? Give us a little background on you. Good question. Um, my initial background actually out of the Fashion Institute of Technology was actually bridal. So I worked at Kleinfeld's. I worked at Brides Magazine. Say yes to that dress, girl. Love weddings. Uh Um, And then out of the blue, honestly, my friend was in fragrance. So, you know, it took a whim and I kind of applied for this job and fell in love with it. Luxury fragrance, you know, the European market. Um, And I just worked my way up there and now I'm the sales director and I I love it. So what is um, for your average, because I would consider myself an average fragrance Mm -hmm. uh, person. I love it. But I recognize the big names, right? So when I walk into a Macy's or a Nordstrom's, I understand a little bit of what I'm seeing at the counter. Yep. What is Euro Perfumes exactly? 
Sure. So we are the leading distributor of niche fragrance in the U.S. Now, what do you mean by that? So we... First of all, we don't take any American brands just because they're kind of already accounted for here. Mm -hmm. So we only take European brands. And now actually we've we've actually gone global. We've got Japanese, we've got Amsterdam, we've got everybody. But nonetheless, when I say niche, I mean not commercial. So commercial is your recognized designers, Gucci, Prada, right. um, Jean Varvatos, et cetera. So we've got these obscure, more luxurious Italian or Parisian brands that you would find. I always give for reference if you went on the floor of Bergdorf Goodman. Mm -hmm. We're like 50% of their fragrance floor. So it's very high-end Very, stuff. yeah. Very Got elite. It. Yes. Uh, and just as a quick aside, when I visited you at your office, mm -hmm. you said, would you like to smell this $3,500 <laughs> perfume? And I said, yep. please do not waste that on me. Um, yeah, there's literally gold, flex, uh, gold flakes in it when you spray it. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty crazy. Yes. Yeah. This I've come a long way from... Uh, uh, bod body spray that I used to buy when I was like 12. Yes, Axe. Yeah. Still smells great. It does. But we've got some better options for you. All right. So we're um, we're partnered up now because of this brand, Juicebox. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk a lot about Juicebox, but I also want to talk about some of the other brands. Mm -hmm. So tell us what Juicebox is and how it, it uh, came to be. Yes. So I think it's super cool. It's an Italian brand. Um, and basically they just wanted to bridge that gap. They found those similarities that just like in music that you have these memories when you hear a song it takes you back to a person or a time fragrance does the same thing. So we always will be like, you'll smell something. It'll be like, it reminds me of my grandmother or it reminds me of my best friend. Um, so they wanted to just talk about that, um, that memory aspect, but then also kind of the composition of it. So you've got artists making accords in music and in fragrance. Mm -hmm. There's the composition. Um, there's the notes of course. So there's tons of similarities and they just really played very heavily into that that even extends into the packaging. You've got the vinyl record caps. Mm -hmm. uh, the bottles are typically in perfume 100 ml or 50 ml. They went with a 78 ml to honor the first vinyl record that was 78 rounds per minute. Oh, that's so cool. they went they went all in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how did they develop the scents? Because there's how many scents are in the juice box collection? I want to say we're at like 14, 15 fragrances. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. But how did they, like for example, let's talk about um, Feather Supreme. For right? sure. So Feather Supreme comes in this purple bottle and it's the branding behind it has like your classic uh, mid to late 60s yep. uh, Motown diva on the front of yep. it. And it that's the music that it's associated with. Mm -hmm. And you smell it and you go, oh, yeah, it I works. can see that. Do you have any idea of how they developed how did they assign mm -hmm. the music to the 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 uh, fragrance itself? Sure. So uh, typically in fragrance, they always, especially niche perfume, they actually come up with a story first. So they said, okay, we want to make something inspired by Aretha Franklin. So you come up with the person. So they came up with either the genre they were inspired by or the artist. And then from there, uh, the nose, who's the creator of the composition, will say, okay, this is what I think that well, would smell like. The nose. The nose. <laughs> yes. The <laughs> perfumer is the nose. It's funny. That's what we call Brian around here. Oh my God. I <laughs> love it. Not for that reason. <laughs> Other reason. But go okay. On. Well, regardless, these noses have their actual nose insured for like 30,000 euros. So it's quite serious, actually. You're kidding me. I'm um, serious. So it's very I legitimate. Do that thing where I grab it and I show him my thumb and I'm like, I've got, all right, never mind, go ahead. Anyway, um, so yeah, they come, they really pick the inspiration and work backwards from there. So naturally, you know, we were saying Beat Cafe has a totally different vibe and you really do feel like you're in an underground cafe on leather seats with a cognac in your hand. So they really capture those moments very well. Yeah, they, they, they do an unbelievable job of it. Um, so tell us a little, let's go backward here, okay? Mm -hmm. Can you explain to me 
what does it mean if something is de toilette <laughs> as compared to a cologne yeah, or sure. so on and so forth? Yes. So um, traditionally, and again, I just came into industry, I don't know, four and a half years ago, and I knew nothing previous to that. Okay. So cologne, I would just thought that was what men wore, right. period, end of story. Mm-hmm. Um, not the case. So cologne is actually a region somewhere in France, and that was the originator of that um type of fragrance, which simply means super, super light. So that's the lowest you can go. And eau de cologne means it's like 3% concentration. You could splash it on you because it's so light. You can, you know, be super generous with it. It'll last you like one to three hours meant to be reapplied. So that's a cologne. Hmm. Then you go up to eau de toilette, which is a bit heavier. That's going to last you maybe like three to four hours, perhaps. Then you go to eau de parfum, which is going to be like five to eight hours. Then you've got these pure parfum extracts Mm -hmm. that will last you 12 hours, stay on you after a shower. It's crazy. So there's all different variations within. So it's the concentration of concentration the Concentration levels, precisely. What are uh, perfumes and fragrances made of? Yes. So most typically, they're always a base of alcohol. It's the, comp- the compound that kind of keeps it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's a mix of natural and synthetic ingredients. So right now it's a hot topic because everybody's moving towards caring about what's good for the environment, what's good for your skin. So a lot of people want all naturals. Mm-hmm. Simultaneously trending is actually synthetics and molecular fragrances because you've got everybody allergic to everything now. So yeah. who's got an allergy to flowers, so on and so forth. And that also plays an eco-friendly card because you're not, you know, uh, taking things away from the environment. So there's two totally different things going on, but traditionally they are an alcohol base and then have a mix of synthetic and naturals in them. Interesting. Yes. See the way that I apply my, I'll say cologne, but Mm -hmm. apply my fragrance is I basically empty half the bottle all over (laughs) myself because I want to smell good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a heavy sprayer. I like it. I like it. So uh, when you get to a fragrance like Juicebox, Mm -hmm. and uh, I know we'll talk about some of the other lines, but um, you sent us some fragrance to to test out and to smell, Mm -hmm. and there was a big debate here in the office, and everybody um, in the show notes, I'll put up our unboxing video of this, but we were kind of confused on a few of the scents, which are for men and which Mm -hmm. are for women, Mm -hmm. and we took bets, and then I asked you, and no one won. (laughs) It was a draw because... Yes, so again, in niche, fragrances specifically European because you know they're so ahead of us in so many ways but they are so confident in their sexuality and just you know style that they don't have to associate any particular type of fragrance with the femme or homme so men or women mm-hmm. um, you pick what works for you and things change so much on different skins so why is that it's just, I guess, your pH balance, if you will, but uh, everything is going to be different than you smell it in the, bo- in the bottle or on a blotter piece of paper. Right. When you put it on your skin, it's going to be different based on your skin color, um, hmm. all different factors. It's so scientific. It's very interesting. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I think it's fun. That makes it unique. Right. Um, but yeah, everybody should gravitate towards what works for them. And um, some people, you know, think it's attractive if a girl's got this edgy darker fragrance so there's just different ways you could play it yeah so cheeky smile was the one uh the juice box cheeky smile Mm -hmm. which is inspired by 80s um acid house music yes cool (laughs) um brian festa wore it and he we told him he smelled like a chick and then my fiance put it on and she loves it and it smells kind of masculine so it's a it's a weird interesting yeah i know that one in particular has that play on that synthetic vibe i was telling about that molecular right that truly smells different on every single person yeah it really does yeah and what's the deal with um what's the bob marley one 
Yes. Um, that is the green bubble. Green so bubble. I love that one. I think it's so unique. And that one really shows you the evolution of how a fragrance changes over time. So what you spray initially will not be the same during its dry down. So you've got the initial spray and then there's the dry down. So the dry down is fantastic of that fragrance. I just get excited the way you talk about this. I feel like I should be like, yes, I should be at Bergdahl. Yes, you know? absolutely. So uh, tell us about some of the other brands other than Juicebox that yes. you carry. Well, one that excited you guys quite a bit was Eight and Bob. Oh my God, so wait a minute. Just Please, right I need to have a recording of this story because okay. when you told me, it was like hook, line, and sinker. All right, good. I hope I deliver this time. Go ahead. Um, so it was around the 1937-ish <laughs> yep. era um, on the French Riviera when there was an American student traveling abroad. Those They're are ice having cubes. cocktails He's having for cocktails, sure. cocktails, right? Go on. At a fancy aristocrat's party. Um, when on the aristocrat, he was actually chatting with him. And he said, what is this fragrance you're wearing? I love it. And the gentleman said, listen, it's not for sale. It's something I make with my butler. It's just for me. Um, so nonetheless, they the night ended. And the next, the next day, the aristocrat was kind enough to leave him a package with a bottle in it. And said, here is a bottle of French glamour that your American personality lacks. So, you know, a little bit of a jab, but still a gift. So he took it home. He wore it. Sure enough, his friends and family fell in love. So he wrote the aristocrat back in France another letter. And he said, listen, if your production allows, can you send me eight more bottles and one for my brother, Bob? So sure enough, he did. And then we come to find out many years later that Bob was Robert Kennedy and the American student was JFK. A place to stand, said Archimedes, and I will move the world. These men move the world and so can we all. You will have the greatness to bend history, but each of us can work to change a small portion of the event, and then the total, all of these acts will be written in the history of this generation. Cool is that? Very cool. Um, we're so fortunate to have this brand in our portfolio. And since we took it on, we actually connected with the Kennedys and they're now backers of the brand. We do galas with them twice a year. Yes, which of course, when they need entertainment. Obviously, MJ. Na- of course. <laughs> yeah, so it's a very cool story. People just love it. And on top of it, it's an awesome scent. Yeah, so Eight and Bob, uh, they recovered, because I've done my research, yes. they recovered the formula. Precisely. I would love to know how it was lost and then recovered. Absolutely. Do I you can know- tell you. Oh, well, please. <laughs> So the butler in question who was helping him produce the goods, mm-hmm. when that aristocrat passed, the butler put the brand into production and he he put it on the map. And it was that connection to JFK that then eventually brought it to the States. But the other big question is, why is it come in a book? So the original bottle um, comes in a book when you buy it. Reason being at that time, due to the war, you could you had to hide what you were shipping. And they did so, they cut out a little insert in the book, and that's how they shipped it. So still today, we honor that, and that's how we sell it. What a story. Very cool. Yeah, it's really, really cool. And we have... Uh Anyone listening who's going to be visiting our office, we have some of uh, all of the things that we're talking about here in office, and mm-hmm. we'll talk about that. But you have to smell this because you, you smell it, and it's just like it's yesteryear of glamour. And, yes. Yeah. It is such the quintessential gentleman, if you will. And that is definitely a masculine scent. It is, but yet again, I know so many women that wear it. But really? it is that is my go-to men's brand uh-huh. in general, but women just... They love it. So you have Eight and Bob based on JFK's mm-hmm. unique um, request. Yes. What are some of the other brands? Um, another one that's hot right now, I'm wearing it right now, but I told you about this, is Maison Francis Kirkjian, his Baccarat fragrance. So it's kind of put him on the map. He's 
a genius in what he does anyway, and the entire collection's fantastic. But this particular reference has been in the market for a couple of years, and it's really skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it has a story. So I love anything with a good story. I think it's important Please. at these price points. Um, so Baccarat is a world-renowned crystal company. You may have their vases, their stemware in your house. Um, so for their 250th anniversary, they said, let's celebrate by creating a crystal perfume bottle, and let's find the best perfumer in the market to fill it for us. So they found Francis Kirkjian, mm-hmm. and they said, can you be, in, you know, be inspired by our brand, make something for us to fill the, fill the bottle? So he found out that crystal turns ruby red in the oven at 540 degrees. So uh, he, Of course. Of course. That right. would be what you're inspired by. We were talking by. about that right before we got on <laughs> mic here. Exactly. Uh-huh. So he created a scent that he felt depicted that kind of moment in time. So it's called Baccarat Rouge 540, and it's this warm red fruits, sweet, like delicious scent. So they sold the handful of crystal bottles for like $3,000 each. But, you know, word got around about how great the scent was. So he then put that into his mainline collection for a mere $300, which is quite, you know, reasonable after $3,000. Right. Um, and it just went wildfire. So people love it. You know, it's funny, as you tell these stories, it, it's um, a juice box becomes more believable because I see that fragrance chemists and makers are as crazy as musicians. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. There's no limits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that retails for three hundred. How much does the um, the Eight and Bob retail for? Eight and Bob is one eighty five. One eighty five. Yeah. And how about the Juice Box collection? One ninety. One ninety. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So it's it's very as you explained it to me, uh, and I think so far as our audience uh, that is listening here can tell, these are crafted fragrances. Mm-hmm. These aren't like it's not your assembly line type of. Yes, deal. that's a great point. Um, again, pointing out differences between commercial and niche. So in niche, you'll never see like a celebrity um, advertisement. Reason being, all of their dollars are allocated for um, first and foremost ingredients. So quality of the ingredients, you know, they're, there's rose in there. It's rose from grass. It's not synthetics. Mm-hmm. Um, and secondly, their packaging. So if, if you see, the bottles are really gorgeous for all of the brands that yeah, we've been talking about. Yeah, they look about. like works of art. Absolutely. I love putting them on my vanity. They're, for that reason alone, sometimes worth the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put it right next to my Axe Body Spray. It's gonna oh, really- God, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else? What else is in your collection? Um, what else is collection? hot right now? So another one that I showed you guys when you came to our offices was Roja Dove. Um, that's kind of my opulent pick for anybody who really wants to go above and beyond, mm-hmm. spend a little extra money, have something flashy. Um, so Roja Dove is a master perfumer out of Great Britain. He's got an entire floor of Harrods dedicated to his brand. So oh my God, have you been to Harrods? I have. Can we talk about Harrods for a it's second? It's amazing. Here? Okay, so I went there as, um, as the French chemist would say, as an uncultured American swine. I love it. Didn't know what Harrods was. And I got there. And Harrods, for Americans who haven't traveled to London, is picture the Toys R Us in Times Square, times 50, Mm -hmm. with adult toys and gifts and clothes. And like you can go and buy an elephant on the 14th floor, or you can go buy your Dolce & Gabbana sunglasses. It's just like the moat. They have a spy section. Perfectly depicted. It's right. Isn't that? Yes. (laughs) And it's owned by the same, this little known fact. Maybe it's very well known, but I, you know what? I'm dropping this and you can't stop me. (laughs) Um, It was owned by Jody Diaz's family, which of course he was married to princess Diana. Wow. I did not know that. It's all Egyptian. Fantastic. I'm off on a tangent. I do that. I apologize. <laughs> so anyway, so they have a, he has a floor in here. He does. He does. So I think that speaks to his validity right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's very opulent and um, he makes fragrances that start at 
$485 and go up to $3,500, which is the one with the gold in it. Yeah, and these are small bottles. They're these small are, bottles. Yeah, they're it's, very tiny. It's a lot. Um, but hey, the cap comes covered in Swarovski crystals, so mm-hmm. there's an element there. Um, but his ingredients are actually so well-sourced and expensive that they created a BBC documentary off of him. Oh, wow. So, I mean, you know, you're yeah. getting you're getting a good bang for your buck. I have a question. We were talking about um, the uh, potency of mm-hmm. the fragrance. Is that attached to the price point at all? Absolutely. Um, so the Baccarat I was telling you I'm wearing right now, mm-hmm. that's an Eau de Parfum for $300. Same size bottle that comes in the X-Straight version, which is pure parfum, right. is I think $425. So you're going to see that that jump by $125. Right. Got it. So it definitely is tied to how long it's going to last. Absolutely. How long does a bottle of that last you? It depends. Yourself would go through it quite quickly because you, oh, you very dump much it, so. you know, yeah. but others, I mean, I sometimes will just do one spray on my wrist and it can last you forever. Depends how many uh, fragrances you have in your repertoire. You know, I have a whole wardrobe of fragrances, so right. they last forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're dedicated to one, you've got that signature scent. Yeah. It depends. All right. So let's, um, and I'm going to put up in um, elegantmusicgroup.com slash show notes. I'll put up links to all of the things that we're talking about and things that we're not talking about too. Cool. Let's shift this conversation to wedding day fragrances Mm -hmm. okay what are some before we go deep Mm -hmm. what are some quick pointers as to why brides or grooms or moms and dads and bridal parties why should they stop to think about fragrance on their wedding day absolutely um okay so probably the easiest thing to associate it to is your wedding dress and your wedding tux so i would hope that It's the first time you're ever wearing those, right? You Mm -hmm. want them to be super, super special and probably the nicest thing you ever wear. But moreover, to ensure that you don't look like anybody else at the party. You need to stand out as the bride and groom. So you don't want to be rolling in wearing the same perfume either. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also wouldn't say you want to, just like you wouldn't wear your typical jeans and t-shirt to your wedding, you shouldn't smell like your typical nine to five either. So I think that's factor number one. Factor number two, um, I think is just feeling your best self and having a memory tied to it. So just like that dress, you'll always look back and remember how you feel in it remember how you felt in it. Um, likewise, if you have a fragrance that you wore for the first time on your wedding day, I think that will evoke such a great memory. Yeah, we we it's funny, before our partnership, our two companies, we would tell brides all the time to get a new fragrance because mm-hmm. it'll always tie you back to that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure people listening can, uh, you know, I'm sure in your own lives, you've understood, you hear a song and you're, you're back in ninth grade or yep. you smell something and you're back at your grandma's house, like mm-hmm. you said. Um, okay, so what other benefits are there to spending a, you know, a, yes. a pretty penny on a nice bottle, let's say, for your Absolutely. wedding day? Um, well, first of all, I'm a sucker, like I said, for just a pretty bottle. So mm-hmm. I do think that's a huge factor. Um, I think everybody's very big into the like accessory shot right now. So everyone has their shoes and their invite. And then typically now your perfume bottle that the photographer does some nice styling with. So mm. that's one nice thing right there. Secondly, wedding day gifts have become huge. Mm-hmm. So everybody's always struggling to find what do I get? my groom what do I get my bride I think this is such a nice gift because it means you think it smells good so of course why wouldn't you know your significant other want to wear it um so I think that's great and then another fun option is kind of playing on let's say you have a signature scent and you don't want to go outside of your norm Mm -hmm. layering is this very fun concept that's big right now what is that so I feel like I should be doing this what is that you should be doing it so if you have a favorite fragrance that you love but you want to take it up a level or shift it a bit Oh. Um, you can layer. So it just simply means layering two perfumes. Um, and we have specific perfumes that uh, really speak to that. So we've got a fragrance that's called Not a Perfume. 
Obviously, it's a perfume. We have a sample of that. You have a sample of that. It's a great fragrance. Do you know what I thought that was? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> when I opened that up, I thought that was like the palate cleanser. Oh, in, God. In between the other. It's amazing. I love it. Talk about marketing, right? A it's a little story. misleading. Yeah. Um, but it's called not a perfume. It is a singular compound. It's just one molecule that is called uh, ambroxan. Of course. Obviously. Mm -hmm. And it's a synthetic musk. So it's got this really light, I, I consider it like a veil, quite, you know, great term to use here. Fantastic. Um, and it's like a second skin. So people always just think it's you, but you just smell good and they can't put their finger on mm -hmm. it, which is a great thing for people who don't typically wear fragrance or, you know, it's hypoallergenic. So it's got a lot of benefits. Anyway, that particular fragrance is known as an enhancer. So if you spray it on any other perfume, it's going to A, increase its longevity, but B, add a little bit of a different factor to it. So you can do this all day long with all different types of perfumes. It doesn't have to be such a simple one. I love it. I think it's super fun. And it's a great way to still be like, okay, this is me. I feel comfortable, but amped up. Wow. Mm -hmm. You've just given me like three weeks so worth much of to homework. Play with. <laughs> yeah. This is office. So it's funny when we got the juice box stuff, we were in the content studio where we're sitting right mm -hmm. now and we shot the unboxing video. We all had to leave for about an hour afterwards because yeah. there were just so many scents going on in here. It was it's fantastic. Good. Yeah, it was really good. Um if what did you wear on your wedding day? What was I wearing? I was wearing Francis Kirkjen. Aqua Universalis. So I, I'm a sucker for his brand. I just think he's fantastic. Mm -hmm. So I don't think Baccarat was out at that time. Um, Aqua Universalis is just a really clean, airy, classic fragrance. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think any of his perfumes are so special that they're a great option for men and women. What does uh, What's your favorite scent on your husband? Unfortunately, again, I feel like this is a plug and I'm doing an advertisement for him, but it's a Maison Francis Kirkjian. <laughs> um, and no, it's a good story, though. Um, there's a anyone going to Paris anytime soon. I highly recommend you go to this place called Nose and you do basically like a half hour session where they blindly smell uh, spray perfumes for you. And mm -hmm. you don't know out of like 50 plus brands. And he took this quiz. You know, he's not an aficionado by any means. And by the end, his pick was one of the fragrances from Francis Kirkjian and it was Amaris Ohm. Um, so that is what he wore on our wedding day. I absolutely love it on him. I urge everybody to wear it all the time. I think it's a great fragrance. You know what I'm going to tell you next is you got to get me a bottle. Obviously. Of it yeah, I got to try that. <laughs> Obviously. Um, this is very, very interesting. Oh, good. I love talking about this. Great. So let's, uh, let's talk about how uh, EMG brides and grooms mm -hmm. and moms and dads mm -hmm. benefit from our partnership. Yes. Um, so, now that you have a fragrance specialist on your team. Concierge is oh, I like concierge. to call you. Yes, you're yeah. uh, very good. Um, we can do fragrance consultations for your brides and grooms, first of all. Ooh. So if they want to if they want to find their fragrance themselves and not be gifted, um, we can really walk them through the fragrance wheel, which you know walks you through your genres. So you're fresh, you're woody, you're floral, you're aquatic, so on and so forth. So we could do that more personal, um, but also we're gonna be putting together some gifting guides that helps them either find a wedding day gift for their bride and groom mm -hmm. but better yet or more over bridesmaids gifts groomsmen's gifts you know mother of the bride so on and so forth nice and because we love our emg brides we're going to be giving them a hefty discount on all of these products absolutely and they can purchase them right here in our office which is so great it's really cool we're actually lacking some good boutiques in the new jersey area so i think mm -hmm. you guys might be very successful i'm a boutique <laughs> you are I now am. <laughs> you are listening to a boutique <laughs> i love it um okay so let's recap mm -hmm. shall we um wedding day fragrances very important 
Very important. There's all different types of potency levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's niche. We learned about niche. Yes. We learned about commercialized. Yes. Get out of here, all of you Kardashians. Cheap. Yeah, cheap. <laughs> I want the Japanese thing. Absolutely. Yeah. That was a cool bottle, by the way. Very cool. What's that brand called? Tobali. Uh, Big course. fan. Yes. We uh, took a boring history lesson that nobody cared about, <laughs> about Harrods in, yes. <laughs> in London. Um, so what is some parting advice that you have, having been an EMG bride? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's shift away from fragrance here for a second. Yes. Um, talk a little bit about your process here, and what advice would you have now, having been a married woman for four years, mm-hmm. um, for couples going through the process? Yes. Um, well, first of all, I mean this, and I always tell people, you guys were my favorite vendor of the day, just Thank because you. you guys do go above and beyond, and you do you do things outside of your scope of music, and we smell great, and you smell amazing, yeah. And you're also handsome. Right. Um, so that's great. So you guys were really put me at ease on multiple levels. But other than that, as far as wedding day goes, I would say account for error, right? Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a perfect, flawless day. So just expect it. Um, and, uh, you know, do your research and, you know, know that this is going to be the most important day of your life. So enjoy every minute of it when it comes. But leading up, feel free to do as much research and trial and error as you feel like you need to do. Yeah, ask questions, right? Yeah, ask get into questions. it. questions. <laughs> well, Marissa, I can't let you get out of here um, before we uh, have a little segment that I like to call quick questions. Will you oh, play with me? All right. Take another gulp it. of your wine. Yeah, here we I go. You ready? I'm a little scared. <clears throat> now, remember, Marissa, these are quick questions. Okay. 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 What is the most interesting thing you have in your purse? Oh, um, um, oh, blotters, perfume blotters. <laughs> How long does it take you to get ready in the morning? I'm super quick. Uh, 18 minutes. Is That's that quick? Is that good for a girl? precise. Okay. <laughs> what is the one thing you have always wanted to do but haven't done yet? Oh, probably skydiving. Mm, I am petrified. <laughs> what supply in your house is currently running low? Supply in my house. Ooh, my Starbucks iced coffee. Mm, if you were stranded on a tropical island, what two things would you want with you? My Starbucks iced coffee and my dog slash husband. What was the first perfume you ever wore? Gucci, Gucci Guilt. Yeah. Oh, I think we all wore Gucci. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair. Um, what compliment do people give you the most? Good smile. Good smile. I was going to say you smell good. Great. What's your all-time favorite perfume scent? Amory's Ohm on my husband. Naturally. And uh, finally, if you were getting married again tomorrow, Mm. what would your entertainment package look like? Okay. Um, I love the mix of DJ and live, Mm -hmm. so definitely that. Great lighting. Mm -hmm. Spiraling logo on the ceiling. Love it. And um, you guys on the mic. Naturally. Yeah. Marissa Osiello from Euro Perfumes. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you for having me. See you later. Bye. So that's it. Are you guys smelling good yet or what? Um, Marissa was super fun to sit down with. Uh, She did, after the interview, email me frantically and say, Oh my God, I said that Cologne was a a region in France. Everyone knows it's in Germany, so we're going to give her a pass on that one. Please go to elegantmusicgroup.com slash show notes to access all of these great things that we talked about uh, and also these discount guys. These things smell amazing. I will see everybody back here next week on the EMG Spotlight interview. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup.com.